0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're just new to the show, I'll just say, if you have a question as we go through the show, because we're talking about inflation today, you can always give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely you wanna visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're there, you can check out what we look like and the different services that we offer and sign up for our newsletter and, and keep track of the show. So it's a great place to get informed. Um, And while you're there, you also want to click on the radio page, because while you're there, you can actually check out our past shows. We do lots of educational topics. We talk about everything from insurance to IRAs to vacation homes and all kinds of things, money related and you can subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So again, please don't hesitate to reach out to Chris and I if you have a question. We like to help people plan for their dreams because it all starts right here with asking great questions. So, you know, getting to today's topic, I was just recently sitting in my office meeting with a client, and, you know, we are starting to get back to the office. We do a lot of virtual, but we we are doing some meetings at the office as well. And, you know, I kind of leaned back in my office and it was enjoying the sunny view. We're getting to that time of year where it's pretty again. And I was feeling really good about things. I like to feel good about things. It's more fun that way. And, and then I was checking out the news on the computer. And, and, you know, the first topic I saw was inflation. And it's just talk about putting a little bummer on your day inflation because it's one of those sneaky things in our retirement planning that we can't control but we kind of know it's there but we hope it wasn't there so if you're listening in today we're really going to take a deep dive into inflation because you you plan for having your money but then there's just these little things that are insidious that kind of erode away the value of your money in the future so you need to really understand that but before we get into that tony how are you doing today
0: I'm here. I'm excited. In fact, uh, I should have my own little, uh, I I don't know, when you introduce me, maybe uh, this should be my intro.
1: Perfect. (laughs) I (laughs) feel like you need a magic wand though.
0: Yeah, it's the magic. It's the magic (laughs) that I bring to the show. Uh, Just kidding. But you know, uh, it's funny, your theme song today. I don't know if you've changed it, but boy, I was really rocking out to your theme today. I was really, you know, I was kind of rocking out. I love that. So that got, that got me going. I'm excited. And then you, the topic you brought up, Tara, it's, it's funny. I, I knew this was coming. Because for the last few weeks, that's all I've been hearing about, right? Is Mm -hmm. uh, how expensive things are. I've personally noticed it. We're going to talk about some of that. And I know you've been hearing from people, uh, people you meet with and talk to. I've been hearing from friends and relatives and neighbors about the costs of everything housing, lumber, everything. We're going to get into that um, supply and demand, cars. There's a lot to talk about today. Um, So we'll get into it soon. But first, I have been great. How are you and Chris doing? I know you guys have been busy taking care of clients and uh, just, I mean, between your military career and your financial career, I know you're working on a book and you still have horses to take care of on top of all this, right? I mean, we're not forgetting about the horses, right? They're, They're getting the attention they need.
1: If, if I'm being honest, the horses are getting a little bit of downtime, uh, but yes, but I can share a funny story with you. So in the summertime okay. now there's grass and we let them out in the front yard Yeah, and we've got our, we just did some remodeling last year. So we have our bedroom. So it looks right out over the, you know, the yard, of course. And we opened the window last night cause it was, it was hot, getting hot in the house. It woke up this morning and the horses were all sleeping right outside of our window.
0: Oh, that's great. They want to so, be close to you. Seriously? We got it.
1: We got a picture. It was really cool that they, uh, you know, they had 20 acres to hang out on, but they came and they were sleeping right there next that's to That's right.
0: Because they're starved for attention, right? right? I mean, they want attention. They It's they just like, treat. it's just like, it's just like having that family dog. He wants to be near you. We have, we have our dog, which is about the size of a small horse. We yeah, thought he it. was going to be much smaller. He was a rescue. We got him as a rescue and he wasn't even one year old yet. Well, he he was about six months. Well, he, he grew, so uh, we have a big dog that runs around. But he's just—he's a lover, and he gets—he's so attached to us. And you know, we've been home for the last year, oh, so yeah, he's yeah. become attached. Now, if we leave, he gets very sad and lays by the door. And when we're oh. home, he doesn't leave our side. Right? So, yeah, yeah it's cute. The ho- but with a horse, that's even <laughs> better. You know, <laughs> you think, oh, they're standoffish; they're going to go do their own things. But there they are, laying outside your window. I love it. That's awesome. So let's talk about inflation. I mean, you know, um, you know, I again, I've seen a lot of stories about inflation lately, and I think that uh, there are a few things that can cause uh, the kind of anxiety uh, over finances like inflation, especially people who are in or near retirement or nearing retirement, because the last thing you want is an increased Uh, you know, rising prices on things, right? Uh,
1: Well, and that's absolutely, Tony. And it's the question, you know, is why are fears getting higher about fears about inflation getting higher happening? And it's because, you know, you when you start to see things like the price of gas, the price of cars, or, or it's just like basics, like toilet paper or peanut butter, and soda. Those are the things that- Three
0: of my favorite things.
1: Right. But that's (laughs) the stuff because you kind of figure out what your budget is and you you know, whatever it is, you know, say you spend $1,000 a month on basics and then all of a sudden those prices start going up, then you just have to keep adjusting. And it's kind of like, I think all of us have a little secret planner inside and we want to know like how much things are going to cost. We're not worried about the fun things, but like all the basics, we just kind of want to have a, a baseline for what that's going to be. And inflation is one of those Scary things, right? Because we don't control it. That's true. And what I find, Tony, is a lot of my clients, what we really like doing is when we put together a plan, is we like taking as much of the uncertainty out of the world as possible. You know, if I can't take all of it out because I don't have a crystal ball. But the more we can really project and plan and, and put stability out there in someone's life, I, that's what it's about. And inflation is one of those things that, so we have to plan for it, right? Because you have to. You have to have a little bit of that fudge factor to go, well, here's what we think it's going to be, but let's make sure we've accounted so that we have enough, right? Because that's the thing is we don't want to end up where we don't have enough.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. So now what are some of the issues out there currently driving all these concerns about inflation?
1: Yeah, and let's get into that, Tony, because I think something that can really help allay fears is just to have some understanding of at least what's driving it. That makes it a little less scary. And so one of the big reasons that we're seeing some rises in March has just been, you know, during the the pandemic, prices all took a big dip, right? Because we were all staying home and we weren't going out and doing things. So now prices are starting to rise a little bit as we're starting to get back to normal life. And so it's going to feel like a big jump because we've all been living a very much uh, a smaller, more uh, controlled life. And now we're getting back out there. Um, and then just globally, right? Because we're so interconnected around the world. There's just been shortages of raw materials and that's driving up costs. And it's it's hard to believe like the, the uh, raw lumber from somewhere around the world can start affecting prices here. But the home builders are scrambling, right? Because actually a lot of people are trying to build and buy houses. So it's right. a good thing on that side. But then all these raw materials are starting to come up short. And then there's just little things you don't think about like copper or other little commodities, things that's that true. make chips for the computers and so the big one right now is for auto manufacturers is that need for semiconductors
0: yeah the chips in cars uh tara i saw a video uh, it was last week on C, I think it was CBS news, uh, one of their morning news shows on the weekend or something, but uh, they showed, uh, lots, acres of brand new cars just sitting in the, in this acres of brand new cars. I think they, they happened to show a GM plant, but it was all these plants, uh, auto manufacturers with all these cars that they can't ship to dealerships because they don't have the chips that control the car's computer uh, computer chips. And so there's a shortage on semiconductors or, or uh, you know, computer chips. And so there's a sh- car shortage, right? Because uh, there's $6 trillion in stimulus that has been unleashed. The government's been printing money, and all that stimulus money is in the economy. So the, the demand is there, but the supply can't meet it. And so that's driving up prices, right? I mean, that's, and, you know, like you mentioned, I mean, there's even, I saw a thing on the news, there's parts of the country where they can't, there's not enough chicken, right? Uh, So people who uh, like chicken wings, there's a shortage on chicken wings for restaurants. I mean, it's just crazy. That's goofy. I mean, autos, autos, houses, Um, lumber is crazy and we can get into that, but, uh, lumber has gone up 300% in some parts of the country, 300% price increase.
1: And I can tell you as a a loggy in the military, I the supply chain is, it's, it's, I deal with supply chains a lot, but for the average person, you don't realize how many steps are involved to get things into your world. And, and it's, 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 it's really disruptive. Like when way down on the supply chain, something that you didn't even know happened, right? And, and yeah. so that's, that's sort of what we're starting to see, but, you know, we're we, here's what we want to know today. I'm sure everyone listening, Tony is, so what does that mean to me?
0: Yes. <laughs> Great. What Great. does that mean? Big to
1: me? problems in the world. The <laughs> what average does person's mean?
0: paycheck. What does that <laughs> mean? How's that going to affect me?
1: So it, the thing is, is paychecks are starting to nudge up a little bit overall. Yeah. So actually the hour, average hourly earnings is up 0.7%, which is actually a pretty healthy jump for a single month. Yeah, and additionally, you know, like with raw materials, companies are having a hard time finding workers. And so, you know, the economy added about 266,000 jobs in April. So that's a lot fewer than I was expected. So that potentially could mean good jobs for the paycheck, right? So if you're able to get out into the workforce and, and get involved, then, you know, that's always a good thing when you're trying to earn that paycheck.
0: Yeah. Well, and I saw that the Federal Reserve, Tara, had weighed in on this. What did What did they have to say?
1: Well, and this is always interesting because it is, you know, we have our money situation, but it's always amazing how policy really impacts how that happens. And, you know, the Fed's job is supposed to be able to shield and protect Americans as much as possible from inflation. And so for his part, Jerome Powell, the Fed's current chair, he expects inflation to level off as the supply issues are solved. Right. So we're kind of having this burble. And so as it starts to level off, that should inflation should start to level off. But you should also note that the Fed experts have emphasized that the one time or short term increases that are ongoing and these come with the constant price jumps. So it's just it's it's gonna I think it's gonna take a while for from the pandemic for things to level out and smooth out and the economy to kind of get sorted again. So I think we're gonna have a little inflation for a little bit, but yeah. I don't think it's gonna go out of control.
0: No, and that makes sense to me. I mean, I, I hope it means that our inflation worries go away uh, sooner rather than later, right?
1: Right, and then so that is why it's really important. To it's not really important what I think, but it's what's important is you know the Fed is promoting two reasons that it thinks the current price increases are likely to be more of a blip and not like right. a trend. And so the first reason, Tony, is that the average American still expects inflation to remain under control just because our recent economic history. So we've had these little periods. And so nothing has happened that like we can't withstand. And, um, you know, the Fed very closely tracks inflation expectations. And and there's a measure of where consumers and markets expect inflation to be heading. And so, Tony, for like the past two decades, there has been actually very little change in inflation expectations. So, you know, simply put, if the public thinks inflation is going to continue hanging around 2%, which it has been businesses and consumers are likely to adjust how they're behaving, even if the commodity prices surge. So what this means, Tony, is businesses likely won't charge their customers higher prices, even when they expect those surges because they expect them to be temporary. And then workers are likely not to demand big, huge wage hikes uh, to counteract the higher prices. So it's really interesting that the prices can go up and it's how we respond as a, as a group and, yeah. and just like the the recent things like the supply line and and the way we all will rush to to go buy things or if you've ever lived somewhere where there's hurricanes you know yeah. and when a hurricane's coming like toilet paper and bottled water are sold out yeah. so if we look at those things yeah. as blips and then then it steadies out that's where we want to try to keep inflation hopefully is going to be where it stays
0: Yeah. And that, that, you know, Tara, that strikes me as a reason that we could all be optimistic uh, based on what the Fed's saying there. What was the second reason that the Fed gave for thinking that these uh, current price increases are only temporary?
1: Well, and the current thinking also is just because for the last 25 years, it has been fairly under control.
0: Mm. And
1: so even when employment was at a staggeringly low rate of 3.5 percent in 2019, and forced higher salaries, consumer prices still stayed under the Fed's about 2% target. So right now, the Fed is saying, let's let's not panic yet, because this has been going on, these ups and downs for the past 25 years, and, and right. we've maintained, we've maintained a, a, a stasis. And so right, right now, the Fed has been able to do the job of protecting the American people.
0: Yeah. And, and I think this has been a great show so far today. Um, we should probably take a quick break. But before we do, uh, do you have anything to add for the listeners?
1: Well, I definitely want to, this. This topic is so important, Tony. And when I deal with my clients, the biggest thing that they always say that makes them feel better is when they feel like they're more in control and they know like, how much is enough, and am I on track to get there? And that's really what we're talking about today, Tony, with inflation is we're planning today for retirement in the future, and am I gonna have enough? And so I would encourage, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary calls or appointments for the first 20 callers from today's show. And Tony, that is a complimentary call to sit down for those people that wanna go, here's my plan, here's how much I think I need, is this gonna be enough? Because I mean that's what we all want to know with our retirement planning, right? Is right. Am I going to have enough? <laughs> right. And, and this is this is a question that Chris and I really like to sit down and help people understand, and because we don't sure. have to guess, we can help you figure that out.
0: Yeah. So what's that phone number our listeners can call to set up that meeting? And there's no cost uh, for that meeting. You don't charge for that uh, that initial consultation. And I just think Tara, with the inflation rising the way it is. Uh, people worried about how that's going to affect the markets, uh, the government printing a lot of money. We know that taxes are going to go up. So what can we do to hedge against all these things and make sure that we have a solid plan in place? How can they call you to set up that consultation?
1: Sure, Tony. That number is 719-210-4242. That's 719 210 four, two, four, two. Yeah, Tony, just give Chris and I a call and set up that complimentary appointment because nothing feels better than when you have a plan. It really does. All
0: right, (laughs) all right. Well, and I want to remind our listeners, you are listening to Nolan Financial Radio and I am your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Tara Nolan. And Tara, before we jump back into our topic today, which is talking about how to get ready for inflation. And I think that's why you're giving out the phone number because the way to deal with inflation and make sure that you're protecting your retirement savings from inflation and higher taxes is to have a strategy to minimize that tax burden, to deal with inflation. And it's so helpful. It can make or break your retirement. So I encourage our listeners to set up that consultation. Now, another way that you're another something you're working on to help our listeners with all this is you're writing a book. And I think it's going to, I know it's going to be great. You've told me about it. Uh, where are you at on the book? I didn't ask you at the beginning of the show.
1: So we're, I'm, I'm in the deep editing process right now, Tony, going through developmental editing. I think sure. we're actually going to uh, create a different title because we've been just doing a lot of little market researching and looking at the titles. And I think we're going to be shifting from wealth as a team sport to money moves, changing where your money lives. Changes how your money grows. Yeah. And because that kind of gets to the heart of what we're talking about. But yeah, we're going through the developmental edits and it's, it's such a process because I have it in my brain. And I have to figure out how to communicate it out.
0: Right. Definitely. That's the <laughs> tough part of writing. And I admire you because, you know, I know that writing a book is that's a lot of work. Uh, I've never written a book. And that's why, because it is so much work. Uh, not that I haven't. I've tried to come up with uh, uh, plot ideas and ideas for books. And I've started writing uh, a few. And I, I'm a writer. I That's where I excelled in school, uh, creative writing. I was the editor of my school newspaper worked on my college paper. So I love that aspect, but I admire anyone who actually does it because it's one thing to say, oh, I like to write or I want to write a book someday or I'm trying to write a book. And actually doing it, so I, I admire you for that. Now, uh, let's keep going with our talk on whether or not we're ready for inflation. Uh, where do you want to go next? Where Where do you want to start on this segment?
1: Well, I want to talk about some different solutions that have been offered to how to protect yourself against inflation. And okay. this next one is talking about substitution. And I just have to share this is a story that I, that that I just lived. Last year. So it it came time. I needed a new car because I'm one of those people that I buy a car, Tony, and I drive it until it dies. Yep. (laughs) And I've always had like this secret desire. I always liked the Jag and I have no, I can't tell you why. Like I must've watched a movie like way back when I was a kid. My wife
0: wants a Jaguar and I'm like, honey, we can't afford that.
1: Well, but we went and I was like, you know, I don't want to live my life. Like I can't afford that. So I was like, if I want one, I'm going to, but so we went, we test drove a Jag. Wow. We test drove. The um, Porsches, we test drove, the Volvos, we went through like every car with a badge. And and I really, you know, we, we, we tried them all out, but then I went back and I had had a few years back just a Murano. And I love that. And it was, you know, we, we spent the whole summer, you know, I, went, I drove it, I drove it, I went back. But the thing was, is like the Jag is built on a truck frame. So it's really not that comfortable. And and then I went to the Volvo and um, back to that Murano and the human factors, like just the way the, the buttons are and how easy the computer interface was. I was like, OK, taking the badge aside, which card is actually the most comfortable? And right. it was it was a process for me because I'm not really a car person, but I it was powerful like that badge. I got it. I want that Jag.
0: Yeah. But at the end of the day, they look Jaguars look great and they have the Jaguar name. And so that's what you're buying, the appearance and the look. But which one do you actually functions better and you'd like personally for you driving? That's the key. You're right.
1: For me, once I took my ego out of it and then I'm not a big car person anyway, and my money always goes to the horses. We ended up (laughs) with the Murano, Tony, and it was like almost it was less than half the price. And so I can tell you what is, is now my budget's very happy because now all this money that I would have been spending, especially during the pandemic for a car that just sat in the garage,
0: (laughs) that would have been a lot
1: of money where I, instead of that money going there,
0: you dodged a bullet right there.
1: Well, I can take that money and invest it and do other things with it. And so my, my planner side of me goes, that's a lot of money that would have just been sitting in my garage, (laughs) not even driving and, and going out. So one of the first things you can do with inflation is just start to go, you know, just be, buy things intentionally. Like if a car is your thing, it's so like for Chris, Chris really wanted a Tesla and Tony, oh, yeah. he got it. And he loves that car. He drives it. It's, it's really fun now. Because, That's what
0: I want too. I want a full and, electric car. And I'm
1: irritated now because now I have a chore of stopping for gas and he doesn't have to do that. He just comes home and plugs in. <laughs> but so we, you know, we splurged on the Tesla because that was like we thought about it and that's what he really wanted for me. I'm like, okay, the badge is nice, but do I really, it's not that much of a thing. So yeah. and then I was able to put my money somewhere else. So one of the things looking at inflation to protect yourself is just be intentional. I mean, I'm not saying live in austerity, but just make intentional choices and go, if you really, really want it, get it. But if you don't make a different choice,
0: sometimes a really nice Camry, Uh, Toyota Camry might be might suit you just as well as a Mercedes or a Land Rover. Maybe that Chevy uh, Traverse uh, works as well as the Land Rover does for you. And you can, you know, cut your cost in half. And, and so sometimes it's just status. And, hey, it, you know, it depends on your situation. We're not saying you can't have nice things, uh, but there's nothing wrong with a Toyota Camry either or a slightly used vehicle uh, with just really low mileage. I mean, mm-hmm. you're saving thousands right there instantly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you want to be smart about it, especially when you see inflation going up. And, I mean, uh, auto, we already t- talked about the shortage in new cars, which has actually driven up demand for used cars, and it's harder to find good low mileage used cars right now. So uh, there is a supply and demand issue. And again, that's raising prices on used cars right now as well. So if you can get by, maybe now is not the best time, but um, so if inflation is hitting the auto industry, Tara, like we're talking about, uh, I really do think that, you know, watching it like you talked about, uh, making getting the Milano instead of the Jaguar, uh, seems like the smart play
1: well it worked for me and then i free it's freed up my budget because i am looking for a new horse
0: (laughs) oh wow okay are you replacing a horse or just adding another horse
1: donzer donzer's getting a lot of arthritis and so Uh i don't know that we're going to be able to do any more competition so i'm still learning quite a bit with him but it's it's kind of that time so yeah We're looking, but so the same thing carries over, right? Not just for cars, Tony. So the same idea can go with, with a lot of different things. Like, I mean, these are basics, like the grocery store. There's always like the brand name and then the thing that's exactly the same. Sure. And I think we've talked about it before, like the pink tax that's out there, like for women's razors where they'll, you'll get one that's pink and it's more expensive and it's the exact same razor as the, the one for men. It's just pink. (laughs) So you can be on the lookout. My wife noticed that
0: that too. So Yeah.
1: that and then like over-the-counter medications, you know, you're going to get the, the brand name cough syrup or the other cough syrup. So it, it's just kind of like uh, being more cognizant and just kind of creating that mindset.
0: Right. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good. And uh, coming up with a, you know, obviously people have anxiety about things like inflation and market fluctuation in the the economy. Uh, And so coming up with a strategy to fight it. And that's what you're talking about is a terrific reason, again, to meet with your financial services professional like you and Chris to talk about it and get that strategy in place. Right.
1: You know, we do. And it's like one of the biggest things that we always try to sit down with people and look at it is to say, you know, how do we take what you're doing and get as much of it as possible into a tax free situation? Because that's one of the biggest things. And yeah, and it's just looking at that big picture of how you're investing and then making sure that you're you're planning for enough, because Mm -hmm. like one of the big myths out there, Tony's people go, well, when I retire, I'm only going to need like 75 percent of my income. To right, retire in. And these are myths because mm-hmm. we're living longer. And when we retire, we're doing stuff. And so yeah,
0: especially when you first retire, those go go years when you're still going in the go mode, uh, that's when you spend more money and nobody wants to take a pay. I love this. You know, you can live on 60 percent uh, of what you made in retirement. Well, maybe. But who wants to take a pay cut in retirement and how many people are going to be able to do that? Really?
1: And that's right. the question that we want to answer is, you know, How do you know if you have enough and how do you know if you're on track to get there? So those are the things that we have. to. By working
0: with a financial services professional, that's how you figure that out. And you have to do the math. Now, we're out of time for today's show. It flew by Tara. Uh, But before we go, I know that the way people need to deal with this problem of inflation, uh, all of the economic issues coming our way, uh, the proposed tax increases, they need a set plan and strategy in place for retirement. How can they get a hold of you to set
1: that up? Sure, Tony. The best way is to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. You can also contact us through the website, www.taraenolan.com. But Tony, the best way is to to call today and take advantage of our complimentary call. It's 719-210-4242. We can sit down and start to look and go, are you on track? And do you know what your number is? And are you going to have enough? that's what we want to help people do.
0: All right. Thanks, Tara. And that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan.
1: Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services.